Welcome everyone, Dylan Jamelli here today with a brand new video for you. So today I'm going to actually talk about my personal experience with gynecomastia surgery. But before we get into that, I just wanted to reach out to everybody and thank everybody for the support. It's been overwhelming. I can't thank you enough for helping the channel grow. Please, if you haven't yet, click subscribe, hit the like button on the videos. It goes a million miles to help the channel grow and I can do more content for everybody and also after you subscribe, make sure to click that bell icon so you can get all the updates every time I upload new content. So, let's dive in. All right, I get a ton of questions from people asking about, you know, pre-existing gynecomastia, uh, what the surgeries are like, etc. So, I figured I'd just make a video and tell you my personal experience. Now, I did not get gynecomastia from steroid use whatsoever. It was pre-existing from when I was born. It runs on my dad's side of the family, unfortunately. And although it wasn't so bad, like you couldn't tell so much because I've always stayed so trim and lean, it, it's still apparent when you have it. And, and although it didn't look as bad, the leaner I got, you could still tell, especially when I run and, and things like that. It was just very, very apparent that it was there. Um... Sometimes you couldn't tell as much depending on if it was colder outside, you know, things like that. I'm sure you know what I'm getting at. But it, it was there and, and it as no matter how good I thought or was told or whatever condition I was in, you still know it's there. And the mental toll that that can take on a person is terrible. It really is. So I'm going to explain kind of the whole procedure here on, on how it went and etc. So uh, at the time... I was living in Las Vegas and, and I started, you know, transitioning my career a little bit where I finally was making a decent living to where I could actually go in and pay for the surgery. Not that the surgery is a crazy amount, but, you know, coming out of pocket between three, four and five thousand dollars, it's not easy for everybody to just walk in and do that. And it took me many, it took me to get into my 30s to be able to do that. Um, that is not chump change by any means, but it's not horrible either. It's not something that the insurance was covering, so it was out of pocket. Now, I found one of the best known plastic surgeons in Las Vegas, and basically what I did there was go in for uh, you know my initial examination, um, consultation. Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head because I believe this was, man, it was 2013 or 2014 when I had this done. I believe it was 2013. I'd have to go back into my uh, records and check, but it was right around there. And I'm pretty sure it was $150 or $250 for the consultation. And then they took that and used it uh, if you go ahead and do the surgery and use it towards it. Otherwise, you forfeit that money. And every doctor is different. But you're going to find that in most cases when you're going in for consultations like that, they, they don't want to waste their time, which is completely understandable. Um, and so they got to get something out of it. But most people that go in there are generally going to do the surgery, but not everybody. So I went in, did my consultation. That was pretty quick, 15, 20 minutes. Booked my appointment right then and there because I knew going in there I wanted to do it. And I kind of had an idea of the price anyway before I went in. So they basically gave me a rundown, gave me a packet of what to expect, recovery time, all of that. I guess it really wasn't a packet. It was a few sheets of paper. Um, just explaining the, the process, signing your forms, giving your medical history, all of that stuff. Um, so I believe it was a couple weeks after I did my initial consultation that I went back in. I didn't even have my wife take me. I went by myself. I did not 
get anesthesia. I did not, and it's an option. You can do it. I chose to stay awake. There's no reason to pay extra for anesthesia on something like this. They numb you up. You don't feel a thing. I understand some people, they're not good with that, and that's totally cool. Just understand that's an extra cost, and it's really not necessary. I The, the procedure itself was about 35 to 40 minutes by the time they started cutting and everything. I talked to them the whole time. I was a little, little groggy when I was done, uh, but we talked the whole time, laughed, joked around, really, basically, the time flew like this. I mean, it, it, it went by so fast. Doctor was awesome. Um, he actually showed me what they pulled out, though, and that was kind of interesting and gross at the same time. But it was easy. It honestly was. I don't have any marks, no scarring, anything. Now, that's going to be up to you going to the right plastic surgeon and finding somebody that really knows what they're doing with experience and is really good at it. But you sh it's not one of those procedures where you get a ton of cuts and things like that. Now, I was told to not lift weights for a month. And I could do cardio after three weeks. I'm not going to lie and act like I listened completely. I did not lift for the entire month. I started doing cardio after two weeks. Uh, you guys know me, most of you that follow me. I wasn't going to sit around and wait that long to do cardio over, you know, I wasn't going to rip my stitches out. I'm just a runner. I'm not going to hurt anything, at least in my eyes. So I went ahead and I was completely fine. I started lifting after a month, no problem at all. Probably could have started after three weeks, but I would have I would have rather just listen and do it right. It's just one week. It's not the end of the world. Uh, the cardio thing was different because I know I'm not lifting on it, and, and so to speak, and I wasn't doing anything where I was knocking my chest against anything or anything like that. But it was simple and easy, and I'm telling you, you after about a week or so, the swelling starts to go down, and it really wasn't swollen that bad at all. I was good. I mean, I literally rode my motorcycle. I believe it was about 30, because I went to Henderson, Nevada, which is about 30, 35 minutes from where I lived at the time, because I was in North Las Vegas, and I rode home fine. I mean, I was a little groggy. I did go see my wife, because she worked in Henderson, and I went over there and told her I was okay. I went into, she was a manager at Safeway Grocery Store. I went in and saw her, and then I just went home and laid down and rested. It was not a big deal. It's really not. Um, I'd have to, I believe that I ended up paying about uh, $4,000 total well worth it I that was money extremely well spent um, you want to have your gland snip so you won't develop gynecomastia again you could still get high estrogen symptoms though so people will say well and I just don't have to use an aromatase inhibitor anymore da, 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 da. listen you can still get other side effects gynecomastia is not the only side effect from high estrogen and I already have clearly an issue with it just born with it and it's just a higher estrogen level just walking around normal with nothing in general so you got to be aware of that and you still got to be protected but the surgery itself is not bad at all it's it's fairly quick and easy it's nothing to stress about or get yourself worked up, uh, up about it's just simply do you got the the money to spend and can you do it and that's it um, and you know you can always apply for like care credit or something like that a lot of those places will take that um, credit card, whatever, but you know, those are options as well, but it's not like a $20,000 end of the world thing. And for the peace of mind and the correction and the way you look and everything, I I'm all for it. If you're trying to treat pre-existing gyno with ancillaries, like, you know, combination of letrozole, Novadex, things like that, you can try. I will tell you that the chances of that 
relieving it and fixing it are very, very low. It's not impossible, and you're more than welcome to try it. I just don't want people to get their hopes up too high. I've seen it for years and years and years and years and years, and when it's been years that it's pre-existing, chances of that fixing it are slim to none. But it's worth a try for some people. Um, that's up to you to try, and I can... I have videos that I have planned on anti-gyno protocols and things of that nature, so I'll do those as well. But that's my experience with it. I wanted to share that with everybody, give you some insight, inside info on it. I know a lot of people worry about it, stress about it. There's a first-hand experience for you. So that being said, stay tuned for plenty more to come. Dylan Jamelli, signing off.